going. Science fiction isn't just for nerds. Hey, this is Trent Lorcher, and welcome to the Teaching ELA podcast, where I help ELA teachers thrive in and out of the classroom. In this podcast, I discuss real teaching for real classrooms. Whether it's a specific piece of literature, teaching strategy, or life strategy, I talk about things ELA teachers need. I promise that with each podcast episode, you'll have something you can use today. In today's episode of the Teaching ELA Podcast, I discuss one of my favorite science fiction stories, The Velt by Ray Bradbury. I've got an emergency lesson plan you can get on the board right now involving setting and conflict. If you're going to teach one thing from this story that will make everything else easier or no longer necessary, teach students to cite textual evidence to analyze theme. I discuss that along with the elements of science fiction, cause and effect, conflict, and a methods of persuasion advertising project. Something's wrong with the nursery. I know a lot of y'all have kids. Do you even have a nursery? I don't have a, I never had a nursery. I had a bedroom for my kid with a crib in it. A nursery? Is that a thing still? Leave some comments. I need to know. Anyhow, that's how the story begins. I have five kids, by the way. We never had a nursery. More like a, more like a zoo. (laughs) All right, this isn't your typical nursery in the story of the Velt, and it hasn't been built for babies. It's the centerpiece of the Hadley, of the Hadley's Happy Life Home. This nursery uses technology to recreate whatever the Hadley children wish to create. And as the story begins, the Hadley children wish to construct an African veldt with lions that kill and vultures that swoop down to clean the rotting meat off bones. And let's not forget about the screams coming from the nursery, the frequent screams, the familiar sounding frequent screams. George and Lydia are in the nursery discussing how real the scene is. A little too real, so real, in fact, that Lydia dashes out of the nursery sobbing fake lions chase them we are then introduced to the hadley children not directly but through the conversation of george and lydia peter is angry with his parents for locking him out of the nursery for a couple days and for not allowing him to take the rocket to new york the couple then discusses the how the couple then discuss the house and what a house it is the house is so awesome that the hadleys are miserable technology does everything that they used to do George and Lydia conclude that they are horrible parents. Oh, remember those lions? George and Lydia believe the lions are ramming the door. So George walks back into the nursery and orders the scene to change, but it doesn't work. I'm getting way too detailed on this summary, so I'm going to skip ahead. They shut down the nursery. The kids get mad. They beg to be let back in the nursery just a little bit more. Lydia proves she is the worst mother ever and allows them back in. The two kids scream. The parents run in. And they're eaten by lions. That's right, eaten by lions. Class is about to start and you need something right now. So here's the one thing you can put on the board right now so when the students come in, you'll be ready to roll. All right, all lesson plans we discuss in this podcast can be found at ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. The greatest website in the multiverse. I've never been to Earth number 23, but The Flash has, and he told me, best lesson plan website in the multiverse. Two-minute lesson, setting in conflict. I can cite textual evidence to analyze setting in conflict. The purpose here is to help students make the connection between technology, dependence, and various conflicts that take place in the story. That's right, technology dependence. I'm sure none of your students would suffer from that, right? So, get to the board right now. Draw a line, vertical, left column, label setting, right column, label conflict. It's that simple, setting and conflict. Now, you're going to want to write some uh, stuff in the left column. 
write in two in two of the rows write nursery, in two of the rows write happy life home, and in two of the rows write the velt. Read the story and fill out the chart together. So basically we're looking here for different conflicts that take in place in different parts of the home. The happy life home takes care of most of the responsibilities previously handled by the parents. Basically, the home becomes an indulgent parent for the children, leading to a lack of obedience, to a lack of obedience and a lack of respect toward the parents. Conflict there. The nursery becomes a central point of the conflict because the kids' life revolves around the nursery, the technology. The when the parents threat to turn it off, this leads to a power struggle. And the velt, you notice, is actually the same as the nursery. It allows Peter and Wendy to act out their death fantasies. And when I say death, the death of their parents. Conflict. All right. Let's do a little analysis. Some other things you can discuss. Cause and effect. The children in this story suck. I mean, they make my kids, you know, we, 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 uh, my kids and I, and I'm sure, you know, those of you with kids, we have disagreements. But as far as I know, they've never tried to feed me to lions. Maybe they've tried to feed me to sharks and I didn't know. We did go swimming in the Caribbean the other day because that's where I live. He didn't mention those sharks. Hmm, starting to wonder. Anyhow, what causes Peter and Wendy's behavior? Is it bad parenting? Is it over-reliance on technology? Is it an entitled attitude? What cause? Cause and effect. Critical thinking. Speaking of technology, the concept that parents and children rely too much on technology is not very hard to connect with what's going on in our world. This was written in like the 1950s, by the way. Virtual reality in the 1950s did not exist. Bradbury, genius. The parents in this story have let technology raise their children. I remember when I was a kid, people called the TV. TV was like uh, the babysitter. You don't even need that anymore. Setting... Science fiction. Bradbury knows what he's doing. Imagery. Some good imagery in here of the nursery itself. Bradbury, he's, he's known for his science fiction writing, but he is a master of sensory details as well. We talked about the dangers of technology. And there's a project I'm going to bring up here in a few minutes using the methods of persuasion, pathos, ethos, and logos. That sound can only mean one thing. It means it's time for the one thing. That's right. If there's one thing you teach from this story, it's going to be this right here. And, of course, the VELT unit containing all these lesson plans can be found. ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com, the greatest lesson plan website in the multiverse. Okay, theme. If there's one literary device you teach... When you read this story, I would go with theme. So a recurring theme in science fiction and in the works of Ray Bradbury is the dangers of technology. The family in the Velt becomes too dependent on technology and it destroys the family and leads to murder. Theme one. What can happen when people become too reliant on technology? Well, we have some evidence here that includes temper tantrum when the nursery is turned off. Does this sound familiar to anyone who's ever tried to take a phone away from a teenager? Theme two, technology is a poor substitute for parenting. There's some pretty solid evidence here, like the psychologist lecturing George and Lydia about them letting technology replace them in the eyes of their children. I mean, pretty much tells them they suck. (laughs) You love it when your psychologist tells you you suck as a parent. It's kind of like when your administrator comes in and you're watching Netflix and he says, you suck as a teacher. Has that ever happened to anyone listening to this? I hope not. I hope not. If so... 
It's never happened to me. Theme three, progress does not lead to happiness. So we have George has the most advanced home ever created, and he realizes that this progress has destroyed his family and made him unhappy. And we have theme four, we have alternate versions of reality. In this case, virtual reality becomes literal reality. You could also talk about how the kid's reality is completely different than the parent's reality. Maybe you've gone through this as an ELA teacher, which I assume you are if you're listening to this, and the way you digest a story is completely different than what your students. See, as I always tell my students, English teachers have ruined more great literature than any other profession. Anyhow, I don't even know if I said that right, but I don't care. All right, we got a good writing assignments. This one's about theme. I can cite textual evidence and organize ideas to write about complex topics. So we talked about the four themes already. Four of the, you could find more. Over-reliance on technology. Technology is a poor substitute for parenting. Progress not leading to happiness. Alternate versions of reality. Uh, pick one of those themes and do a little race strategy or something like that. Restate the question. You know, a prominent theme in the Velt is that progress does not lead to happiness. Evidence, you know, George's attitude, blah, you get it. You're, you know what I'm talking about, I hope. All right, I have a project. Good project for this is the Happy Life Home Advertisement Project. As you probably guessed, Doc in the happy, after George, after George and Lydia get eaten by lions, Doc Price has plummeted for the Happy Life Home. So your job, your student's job, is to create a Happy Life Home Advertisement that will bring in some customers. And they must use the three methods of persuasion, pathos, logos, and ethos. As you probably guessed, this lesson plan is at ELA Common Core Lesson Plans.com. All right. There's a movie. There was a television program in the late 80s. I think it was in I think it was Canadian. It was called the Ray Bradbury Theater. The Velt episode is about 23 minutes long. And you'll never, you're not gonna believe this, but I have a lesson plan for that too. Linked in the show notes. All right, three takeaways here. Use the setting conflict two-column analysis chart if you need a lesson plan right now. You better go back <laughs> if you do. It's at the beginning. If you're going to teach one thing from this story, go with theme. It will lead you to the elements of science fiction and help you teach cause and effects, along with the methods of persuasion. And if you want your mind blown, this story was written in the 1950s, long before virtual reality technology existed or was even dreamed of by 99.9999999999% of people. Mind blown! Thanks for listening to the Teaching ELA Podcast. For more teacher-ready, student-ready lesson plans, head on over to elacommoncorelessonplans.com. That's elacommoncorelessonplans.com, where we have hundreds of lesson plans and handouts that are ready to use right now. And as always, if this podcast has helped you thrive in the classroom, we'd appreciate a like and a review. 